two, three, fuck it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another illustrious episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast. What illustrious? I mean, so that's a little big word. I mean, a little big word. That don't make sense. Well, whatever. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> uh, or this extravagant episode, a um, controversial episode. It might be a controversial. You never know. Just keep on listening. You never know. <laughs> whatever. But, um... Let's get right into it, people. We got a lot of stuff to go over today. Well, not a lot, but it's, it's some some stuff that we have to go over today. And that is uh, cuts. And what I mean by cuts, not the cuts in your hand, not the cut like I cut a, a piece of an apple, but cut NFL cuts um, before the season start. And we have a lot of them in Green Bay. Uh, let me check who got cut real quick because um, I think I had him in my uh, phone real quick, and then I'm gonna see who. Man, you re- if you watch the Green Bay Packers uh, all the time like I do, you should know the who the who got cut. The main ones I know that got cut was the main stars that I knew that I watched. Um, watched re- religiously was um, uh, Inquirer St. Brown. He got cut. One of the notables that got cut. Inquirer St. Brown got cut. We have also J.K. Scott. A uh, former punter for the Green Packers played for the Green Packers for uh, I think the last three or four years. Well, more than three or four years, probably for like the last five years. Um, J.K. Scott was the punter for the Green Packers, but the Packers traded for a the Rams kicker. I think I forgot the guy's name. Um, let me check the guy's name. It's God. His name is so so weird to say, but if you look at the Packers uh, dot com or just look up Packers trades, you should find out. And they traded for a punter for from uh, the St. Louis Rams, not St. Louis, but the L.A. Rams. So that is the, what's going on with Green Bay. Um, we have also a, a, some no, also some other notable cuts. We have uh, Desmond Trufant has gotten cut from the Bears. We have also have um, Cam Newton gets cut from the New England Patriots, which is a surprise to me. I did not know. He, I didn't. I did not know that he was going to get cut. Like I just, that was a surprise to me. I just thought that even though Mac Jones is NFL ready, I and I and he, I'm, I'm not going to say he's the most because I, I'm just going to stick to my loins and say Zach Wilson is the most NFL ready right now. This is just, that's just my opinion of watching him playing in games. And I mean, a New England is he's. I think for I'll say this, Mac Jones fits the Patriots system, even in the way he looks. Like, he's not really in shape. I mean, he's in shape probably, but he's not the tip prototypical quarterback. He's not going to he's not gonna be like Lamar Jackson and use his speed against you. He's not like Aaron Rodgers and going to use his accuracy, or he's not going to be like uh, Mahomes and just throw miracle, uh, just miracle throws. He's not going to throw back, back, back off his foot. I mean, I mean, foot off his uh, how you say it? Uh, he's not gonna throw no spectacular throws. He's gonna make 
the throw, which Tom Brady does. He just makes a throw. He doesn't he doesn't make a no look pass. He's gonna make this make make the right throw. And I think that's what the Patriots need. And he fits like I said, he fits the Patriots system. So it makes sense that he's a he he's he's the quarter a starter. But I like I said, I didn't did not expect for Cam Newton to get cut. And now the Patriots have no backup, which I mean, I don't know what the Patriots are gonna do with about, about that, but that's just um that's just uh, it's a weird it's a weird situation with the Patriots, what they're going through right now. Because it's it's weird because you you're used to them winning a lot of times and now they're in decline right now and they're in a sense rebuilding. And it's weird to say the Patriots are rebuilding, which is like I said, it's weird on its own for them winning so many times in these past years to say, oh yeah, they're rebuilding. So that's that's just something to think about. Also, we got something to talk about in the NBA. I got we got some news that Ben Simmons said like he's not even and I'm saying it verbatim. I'm not really saying it like word for word, but Ben Simmons basically said he's not coming back. He don't want to come back, and it's he's waiting for a trade. That's all. He's he's not. He does not want to come back. Philly fans kind of just are disgraced by him, and I think it this could easily work out. Because Doc Rivers, we just saw Doc Rivers kind of. Some men, some uh, men, some uh, emotions together, and put put things that were broken back together. I mean, we just saw stuff, the, the things that Doc Rivers has done to b- build teams right back up. So for me, this is not out of the realm of possibility that Ben Simmons could easily come back and play well. I mean, Philly fans are going to always boo him, not always, but they're going to boo him for a while until he proves himself. Um, in the playoffs or in the regular season, I mean, they eventually. I mean, Knicks fans used to do that all the time. The Knicks players, but eventually they got their respect back when Knicks saw hard work. They saw that uh, that they they won't give up. And for me, I just I just believe the only way he can redeem himself if the Philly the Philadelphia 76ers with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid at helm, they have to go to the. I don't think they ever have to go to the championship. They just got to win a playoff game, like a playoff series, not even a game, a series against an opponent that they're supposed to win against. And also, I believe they need to make it past, make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and win the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's just me because I think Philly has the potential to be great, but the tools they have around them are it's, – it's not even like they're, they don't have the right tools because they have great guys around Tobias Harris. Seth, uh, Seth Curry, Doc Rivers, that coach, Elton Brand, at the GM. You got guys that you have guys on your team that that can that you can build around. You got uh, Tyrese Halliburton, not Halliburton. Uh, what's his name? Uh, God, the defensive guy. Um, what's his name? Th- uh, Thibel. You got Thibel as a great defender. He needs to work on his shot a little bit more, but I mean that's that's a work in progress. He's still young. But you have great young stars on your team. You dra- they drafted pretty well this year. I just believe that Philly, for me, is like at this point, I think it's one or the other right now. I think it just got so go- it got have has gotten so bad for Philly and Philly fans, or even just Joel and Beep. It just feels like one or the other has to go. Either Joel and Beep has to go, or Ben Simmons has Ben Simmons has to go, and. I think the the they drew a line in the sand and said, okay, either me or you. And right now they're picking Joel Embiid, which is, I mean, I I believe it's the right decision. 
Um, sorry, Ben Simmons, but that's the right decision. Ben Simmons kind of messed himself up in the playoffs. I mean, all the other times that Ben, um, Ben was like this regular Ben and played well, but I think this year he has gotten exposed, and it's he's in the same kind of path Giannis was two years ago, or the last last couple of years where Giannis kind of fell short. I mean, Bucks fans, we didn't boo him, but I mean, because we waited for a while, but it wasn't like we said, "Oh, trust the process." Which I, to this day, I'm right now, I, I hate that right now for the Philly fans because it's like trust the process. Like, damn, when is the process process gonna end? I mean, I like the nickname because it's a great nickname for Joel and B, but at the same time, it's like, when the hell can we stop trusting the process? I mean, I mean, eventually it gotta finish. I mean, eventually we gotta finish the process. I mean. I know we gotta trust it, but damn! At the same time, it's like, like when are we gonna like eventually finish that shit? And when I mean by finish, I mean like win a championship. I mean for Philly fans, I, I and I feel their pain because it's like at for a while I was like that for Milwaukee Bucks. I, and I wasn't going as far as booing them or saying bad things about them or saying that we need to trade Giannis or Chris Middleton. Well, yes, I was. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. For a minute, I was like, "Man, we need to get rid of Chris." Like, for a minute, I was saying that. I ain't gonna lie, but I stuck stuck to it, and we we got through it. I mean, and you see what happens when you when hard work pays off. This is what happens: you win championships when you don't let outside interference mess your psyche up. In which, like, your shooting for like for example, Giannis. Giannis was getting teased by, for his jump shot, airballing shots. All through the playoffs, all through the regular season, people were mocking him, calling him, they wouldn't call him names, but mocking him by counting one through one through ten to see if he's going over 13 seconds. I mean, at times he would get uh calls for having a ball for more than 13 seconds. I mean, got air ball after air ball, rim miss after rim miss. I mean, uh, it's been multiple multiple times where you could have said Giannis could have been like, fuck this, and just and just said, no, I'm not going to do this no more. And just did and did the opposite of what he did in the playoffs. And and we would have been mad and we would have been frustrated as Bucks fans. But Giannis said, you know what? Okay, I'm missing miss free throws. He said he pulled it. He basically pulled a shack and said, I'm going to make them. I'm not going to make them now. I might not make them now, but I'm going to make them when, they need, when I need, we need them the most. And what happened? In the game six of the NBA Finals, he had 50 points, 14 rebounds, and five blocks. And his free throw percentage was, I think, was he was, uh, I think, 16 of 17. Only missed one free throw. Well, no, I think it was 16 of 18. Only missed two free throws. I mean, this guy, this it shows if you just stick to it and don't and don't think about it, because that's what I think about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is. Ben Simmons is in the same path as Giannis for his development. He just needs to just even try it out. We know Giannis is a bad jump shooter because he tried it out during the regular season and some in the playoffs. We know Giannis, is not, his jump shot is not great, but he tried it out. So we know now with Ben Simmons, we don't know if his jump shot is nice or not. or We don't know if he can make free throws or not because he just shies away from it. It just eventually at one point in time in the and some in the series against the Hawks, he just gave up. He just didn't want to get fouled, so he just like, oh, I'm not gonna draw. I'm not gonna go in the paint no more. I'm just gonna pass it off. He was it was a wild layup, and instead of just going up and making a layup, 
he bagged it out because he thought he was going to get fouled. It just, at a certain point in time, it's like his psyche is messed up. And I think right now it's it's too far gone, but I wouldn't be surprised if they can get Benson back in, back in, back on the Philly fit up his 76ers and make it make uh and make a do of what they have now or men whatever emotional or psyche uh psychological thing that he's going through right now um so I wouldn't be surprised if that happened but right now in in my belief I just believe that I it's too far gone he he needs a fresh start I mean it's a lot of as a multitude of teams that want him I mean you got Portland which um, that would be a great fit for him you got the, I, now I just heard about the Sacramento Kings. I don't think that would be great for him because I think he's going to go downhill after that. I, that just me, just the way the Sacramento. I mean, no offense to the Sacramento Kings, but they're not going anywhere anytime soon unless the Sacramento Kings do like the Bucks did and build around and build around Ben Simmons. But I mean, that's going to take three or four years to do that to build around a guy. I mean, that took it took a while for us to build around Giannis. I mean, we had Chris already there, but the other guys, it took drafts, it took trades, it took took certain things to do trade draft picks. It took okay, we're gonna promise you this. Like it took a lot of work just to get uh, Giannis. To, I mean, get people to, to first of all, to people get people to come to Milwaukee because first of all, it's Milwaukee. Well, let's be, tell the truth. I like Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a very it's, it's an amazing city. I live in Milwaukee. I was born there. I'm living there right now as I'm talking to you guys, but let's be telling the truth. It's not a great destination for some guys that some guys that like the, that limelight, that like that, and not even that like the limelight, but they don't like winter because our winter times are, are terrible, and uh, I, a lot of guys don't like them winter times. A lot of guys like that hot summer summer days. And Miami and Sacramento would be a better destination than any other uh, state, but. I think too about it is with the Milwaukee Bucks. It's like we're a blue collar city. We work our ass off, and we respect guys that bust their ass. That's why I think we respect Bobby Porter so much, and why we we yell his name, Bobby, 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 so much because we respect a guy that that busts his ass off, that works day in and day out. That's why we respect Giannis so much because his hard work, his dedication, where he was uh, his rookie year to now. Is a big difference. We would have never. Let's not be like uh, foolish, or let's not be naive to the fact that we didn't think that Giannis was going to be this way. We did. I didn't. I'm just going to tell the truth right now. I didn't think Giannis was going to be a two-time all. Like I'm just not. I'm not going to like bullcrap, bull bullshit with you. But I didn't expect Giannis to be this way. We didn't expect Giannis to. To, to grow into a two-time MVP, uh, defensive player of the year, a multiple all-star, uh, all-star appearance player. We didn't expect, we didn't expect none of this from Giannis. We expected him, okay, just to be an average player. We didn't see all this, uh, I mean, coming, because first of all, Giannis came in as a skinny 90-year-old kid with, with, uh, all, all he had on his back was his, his, his pride. And he didn't really have any like history because you most guys come to the league nowadays and they have history here because their dad played here or their dad played in the in the in the NBA or were surrounded around the NBA. So they have that 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 fire to be here or they played in the AAU basketball, so they know the system of basketball. They've been playing since 
flaming toddlers or whatever. Giannis started playing when he was a teenager. And it's, it's, it's it shows the hard work of Giannis and how he busts his ass. And that's why I respect Giannis. And that's, that's why I believe this is just as me. I'm going to give my bold prediction for this year's basketball season and for, for my NFL season also. But my this year's um, prediction, bold prediction for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to give it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, what, what I'm going to do is this is what I'm going to do. Instead of me giving it now on my podcast, I could give it now, but I'm going to give it to you this week, and I'm going to give my bold prediction for each team uh, in the NBA. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to give it now because I'm I'm going to probably forget to, to do it. So my bold prediction for – I'm just going to say Milwaukee Bucks for now. Um, I'll probably give uh, some uh, other basketball players next – I mean, not basketball players, but basketball team, NBA basketball teams probably in the next coming in the coming days. And if you want to check that out, go on to my Facebook page. Uh, do whatever you want to call a Facebook page. It's called the whatever you want to call a Facebook page. Or you can go to my Instagram or my Twitter. The handle is Marquise, M-A-R-K-E-S-E, 95 Sports. You can go to that, look it up, and um, share, like it. Do whatever you want need to do. Need to uh, expand my podcast. I'm Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I'm not ending the podcast now, but I'm just telling you guys, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. You could be anywhere else, listen to anybody else's podcast. You probably did listen to somebody else's podcast, which is not a problem with me, but you listen to my podcast now also. So I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. All you guys out there in whatever city you in, hope you guys are having a great time, actually. I'm um, uh, and I, I pray for uh, we before we I get far into my podcast, which I'm already gotten far into my podcast. I pray for the the, the city of Louisiana. I hope you guys are all right. I mean, cause ain't I when well, I ain't Ida? That's my I have an aunt named Ain't Ida, but um, Hurricane Ida kind of devastated New Orleans again. Actually, in a coincidence is that it happened on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, which is I mean it's just ironic, but whatever. And I hope you guys are right in uh, Louisiana. Hope you guys are, are, are staying strong. Hope you guys are safe. Um, I have, I don't, I don't think I have any family members living down there, but I know people that live down there, but, um, um, I, I just, I just pray for them, but, uh, yeah, I just want to get that out of the way before I go, uh, to, to more, a little bit longer into my podcast. But like I said, you guys, um, like I said, go to my uh, Facebook page or at the whatever you want to call it, Facebook page. Or you can go to my Instagram at Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E, 95Sports. Or you can go to my Twitter handle at the same handle, Marquise95Sports. Um, I'm going to be doing my YouTube channel. Like I said, I've been talking about it for a while, but I'm getting some some stuff together. I should be. I, I'm, I'm trying to make it. And I'm gonna say it now, just so I can be second. So, cause I like for me, with me is like I like to uh, say stuff, and then so I'm it's like when I say certain things, like okay, I'm I like I'm for example, I'm expecting to do my YouTube channel probably in the next two weeks. It's most likely going to be in the next two weeks. So I'm gonna say that now. So I so now I have to promise you guys to like do my YouTube channel in the next two weeks. So like I cannot back down on it. 
So now that's why I said that next. I'll say the next. I ain't gonna say two weeks. I'll say the next month. I should be, my my YouTube channel should be up and running. Um, but you guys, uh, like I said, especially about running. Uh, speaking of speaking about running, that's what I meant to say. Speaking about running, um, it's a lot of th things that have been running right now. The NFL has been running um, with a, like a lot of narratives, and it's I mean, it's not a narrative really. But it's starting to kind of like, I, and I, I didn't want to talk about it because it seems like every time somebody talks a, a, a slither about it, they get uh, banned or whatever or blocked or whatever. So I'm not going to go too much in depth about it. But the Cam Newton situation with uh, him not having uh, taken the vaccine. And for me, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a little about this. I'm not going to say too much about it. I'm just gonna say the shot. So just keyword the shot. So um the shot that Cam Newton didn't get, I just believe that it's that's his personal decision and that shouldn't be that the shot shouldn't be a reason for us to for for an NFL team to for that to be a decision on not signing him. The shot shouldn't be shouldn't be a reason why he didn't get signed to a team. And I feel like Cam Newton is a person where I think, of course, he's going to stay positive. But this guy is a super – he appeared in a Super Bowl. I mean, I know his – people might say his year his, his good years have passed him. I mean, we thought that about Tom Brady. He might say, oh, well, that's a, word, that's a terrible comparison. But we thought – but just seriously, though, we thought that about a lot of people. I'm just picking about Tom Brady on his – on that. People thought, okay, man, his 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 prime is over, but this guy's winning championship after championship, damn near every year. So, and I know that's a terrible comparison, but I'm just speaking on just like just on the fact of people thought he was washed up. A lot of people thought, man, this this guy's washed up. This guy's his year, his prime years are over, and he's winning championships. So for me, I just believe that I think I believe that in, in order for Cam Newton to get back to the way he was in 2015 when he was winning MVPs. I mean, 2015, 2019 or 18 when he was winning MVPs and going to playoff games and winning playoff games and making it to the Super Bowl. I just believe he needs to be on the right team. And the Dallas Cowboys is the right team for now, I think, for him to, to be on because I think that system with Ezekiel Elliott as, as running back and then also Dak Prescott being out, and that's how that that Prescott being uh not so not healthy right now, and the Dallas Cowboys need some more time with Dak Prescott to get him fully healthy. I believe that the Dallas Cowboys is the best decision for him right now. I think a multitude of teams need him. I think Jacksonville would need him. I think I believe I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying that he's not gonna be a great player, but it's not a I'm just not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I think Jacksonville will be a great situation for him, especially with Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer played uh, played with Cam Newton. That um, I mean, he was up. I think Cam Newton was a backup at the time, but he knows Cam Newton and decided to a certain extent, extent. Urban Meyer does, so I think that'll be a great situation for Cam Newton and Jacksonville. I think, uh, like I said, the Cowboys a bit. That'll be a good situation for him. You think of some other teams. Uh, you think? Let me think. You got the AFC. I mean, you got a lot of teams. You, I mean, the Chargers. No, they. I think they have a great quarterback situation. 
right there. I think uh, Miami will be a great situation if Deshaun Watson doesn't go there. If Deshaun Watson doesn't go there, which I was speaking about Deshaun Watson, I think Deshaun Watson, that's the best situation for him. And Miami should go all along with the deal and trade him. But I think that the deal is, I mean, the, I ain't going to say the deal is off, but I think the trade deadline is over right now until I think midseason. So, I mean, right now, I think Miami needs to pull the trigger and go after Deshaun Watson because if this, 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 if they settle or Deshaun Watson settled this, settles this uh, sexual assault cases, or yes, yeah, he settles these sexual assault cases or whatever, he gets his punishment or whatever. I believe that the, that the, the, um, the, not the Lions, but the Miami Dolphins will be in a better situation because I mean, two is he's not that I, I and I told you guys I don't want him to say I told you so, but you can look up. I don't know what episode it was, but I remember uh, myself saying that I wasn't a big fan of Tua, and Tua wasn't really that great coming out of high out of college. I think and he had a lot of complications, uh, injuries, and a lot of things coming out of college, and that's why he kind of fell a little. Sh- Short in the draft. I mean, I think what what I don't know what um number he came in a draft, but he, I think he was he was supposed to be like a top five pick. I think he let me check real quick if he was. Check real quick. Um. Oh yeah. So he did get picked number five, but he was supposed to be like a top two pick, but he went down to five because of just his injuries. I mean, they, they the Miami Dolphins took a risk in getting him, but at the end of the day, I just believe that Tungaloa. I mean, Tua Tungaloa. Um, he just wasn't. I just think he was. He's not a great fit for Miami. And he, if he was that great, like people said he was, um, and I'm not saying that he was a he 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 did achieve a lot last year in the the little games he played. Well, actually, not the little games, but I think the Miami Dolphins were two and two. I think or at right at five hundred with um, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then they, as out of nowhere, they put in Tua Tungaloa, and he did he did some great things. They went ten and six, but that wasn't enough to make it to the playoffs. So I mean, he did some nice things. I'm not gonna lie, but I just think he's one of the players, like I said, that needs to a year or two under the belt of a backup, being a backup. He's not NFL ready. He was not NFL ready. He more it looks more like a wide receiver than quarterback. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion, um, but I, yeah, me for me, Tonga to uh, Tua Tonga Loa, like yeah, I just it's just not he's not the my cup of tea if you want to uh, speak facts. I just not it's not he doesn't he doesn't fit that Miami system, which I don't think Miami has a system right now. So that's the that's the thing. Miami doesn't have a system. They don't you don't really they don't have an identity. That's what I'm trying to say. They don't have an identity at all. Like at all. Like we don't see. Like what is the, like if you're a mommy fan, tell me this. Riddle me this. What is the mommy's identity? What is their calling card per se? If you want to speak facts, what is their calling card? You don't know. I don't know. And I know. I know football, and I know everybody's calling card. I mean, with Miami, I mean with the Ravens, you have okay. It's pretty much read option. That's a lot of. It's not really a lot of passing. It's a lot of okay. Lamar Jackson reading the defense and seeing if he can run or not. He will pass every so often, but for me, I think same thing for Lamar Jackson. 
I just believe that Lamar Jackson just need he just needs to build. He needs to be a better passer. I just think that's just a, a simple thing just to say. He needs to be a better passer. I mean, the playoffs kind of uh, the Bills exposed them that the um, he's not a sorry player, but he's not a great player. He's not no he's not he's not a he's a top ten quarterback. I don't I wouldn't say he's a top five because top five that's that's just it's just just too many people that I can put in front of him front of, uh, in front of him. He's a top ten quarterback. I can name. Well, I can probably. I'll say he's a top. Top. Let me see. Because let me. Because I my top five quarterbacks are probably it's. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. You can really alternate the two. Then you got Tom Brady. Then you got um, uh, Josh Allen. Then you have Russell Wilson. Then you have I think Baker Mayfield. I believe Baker Mayfield is the better as better quarterback out of the two. Young quarterbacks and Josh Allen. No, Josh Allen is the, is the better quarterback out of between uh, Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. Then you got Baker Baker Mayfield at I think that's four. So you have Aaron Rodgers. I would say I'm, I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers. Cause I'm a little biased because I'm, I'm a Packers fan, but I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers at number one. Number two, you have Patrick Mahomes. Number three, you have uh, Tom Brady. Number four, number. Four, you have Josh Allen. No, you have Josh, you have Josh Allen. Number five, you have Russell Wilson. Number six, you have Becker Mayfield. You probably put Lamar Jackson in there right after that. But I could easily put two other younger quarterbacks if they can show me something next this year. I can easily put them over Josh. I mean uh, Lamar Jackson if he doesn't improve in the playoffs. I can easily do that. I mean the two younger quarterbacks I have is Justin Herbert. And uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Um, if he, if them two guys either make the playoffs in their division or improve tremendously, I can easily put them at a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson in the only little years they've been in the league. So that's just my opinion. And you can, uh, I don't know, I don't care. I don't really care about this. We'll not care about Josh Allen or whatever. But I don't care about that. The hate that I'm gonna probably get because of that. But I, that's just my opinion. That's just my straight up opinion. I'm be watching Lamar Jackson, like, and I I, I don't want to bring this up because Bucks fans, we when we've been riding a riding high the the wave of the championship, but Lamar Jackson is pretty much he's the Giannis of the NBA. Um, and I and I'm a Bucks fan, so I cannot. I'm I hate to say that, but he is. He's the Giannis of the NBA. Until he improves his passing, we're gonna always judge him. On okay, yeah, you're a great runner of the court. You're a great running quarterback, but can you win the big one? I mean, you're a great player in the in the, in the regular season. You're a possible MVP every damn near every year in the regular season, regular season. But can you win the big one? And until he wins that big one or he improves somehow in the playoffs, we're gonna always say, okay, yeah, you're a great quarterback, a great running quarterback, but can you win the big one? And that's just my opinion. And that's what I feel about Lamar Jackson. But we got a lot of other teams to talk about. And I'm going to talk about them next Saturday. Well, not next Saturday, but this Saturday. I'm going to talk a little bit about, a little bit more, actually, about them teams. But you guys, I thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. You can be listening anywhere else. And if you are listening somewhere else and you want somebody else to listen to the podcast, tell them to go to the whatever you want to call it podcast. On Stitcher, Spotify, or yes, yeah, Stitcher, Stitcher, Spotify. I almost had a brain fart. 
um, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Apple iTunes. I thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys uh, next episode on Saturday. Peace.